This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast as a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and our podcast platform. You can check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Search Steelers, Behind the Steel Curtain. Those two search terms will find you directly with all of our content, not just the morning lineup, my show, Dave Schofield, Stat Geek, great episode on Thursday. Hopefully you check that out, the live mic on Tuesday, all of our noon lineup, and then also our PM content. Everything right there at your fingertips. That's any platform you can think of that carries podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Pay, doesn't matter, free, it's there. It is all there for you. Make sure you check us out, you won't regret it. Okay, there's a lot to talk about. We have a full show. No blue check back today. He's busy doing Canuck things out there or up in the great Northwest. Not sure what. He's busy, so I'm going to be bringing in Dave Schofield, editor and our local stat geek, to talk about all things Steelers in the second half. And make sure you stay tuned to the very end of the podcast for, in my opinion, a very special heart-to-heart. You don't want to miss any of it. So I said this on Wednesday. I kind of teased this a little bit. And it was all about today's topic, which is free agency. Not the draft, free agency. You're going to hear me say that multiple times during this show. And the reason being is that I think a lot of times people forget that free agency starts before the NFL draft. Anyone that pays attention knows this, but sometimes we get so hyped up with the draft. The draft is such... It's kind of like the NFL's darling outside of games itself. Everyone loves the draft. Everyone loves talking about the draft. And because of that, sometimes the start of the new league year, which the legal tampering period is March 14th, the league year starts on March 16th, so we're under a month already. So with all that being said, 
I wanted to talk about free agency because it's coming up next. That is the next thing the Steelers have to look forward to. Yes, we'll talk about the draft. Obviously, we'll talk about the draft ad nauseum between now and the start of the NFL draft in April. But right now, I want to talk about free agency, but not just specific free agents. That's not the direction I'm headed. It's not the direction I'm headed at all. And before I even talk about that direction, I want to st- I want to make something very clear because everything else I say from the rest of this segment is going to be based off of this one definition and how I view the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward from this point. Whether you like to admit it or not doesn't matter, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are going through a major rebuild right now. It's kind of been ongoing the last few seasons. Rebuilds take some time, but with Ben Roethlisberger retiring, with Kevin Colbert on the way out, with no Keith Butler, we are seeing a rebuild that is of, I would want to say, of of epic proportions. And you know I hate that word, epic, so epic, but it is a rebuild of epic proportions when you look at all the different facets of this team that are going to need to be reconstructed in some way, shape, or form. And so I decided, let's look at the definition of the word rebuild or rebuilding. So the definition states to build again after it has been damaged. So I'm not, well, I was going to say, I'm not so sure the Steelers have been damaged, but then I think about my, how I feel watching this team from time to time. And I feel like it has been damaged. I feel like I've been damaged. And by that, I mean, we as fans have been damaged. So you got to rebuild it. You have to rebuild it when it's been taken apart. The next question and the next answer that I provide is going to set up the rest of this talk that we're going to have this morning. So for me, the question I ask myself, and you can have a different answer as you're listening to this, that's totally fine, is how long do I think it's going to take for this Pittsburgh Steelers team to be a championship caliber team again? Yeah, we can have Michael Beck do our do a podcast where he talks about these are the players that I want. That's great. But to me, that, that doesn't matter unless you can answer this question first. How long is it going to take for the Pittsburgh Steelers to be a championship contender again? If you think it's next year, that's great. You're an optimist like I am. But in reality, it's going to take some time. And the question is, how much time is it going to take? So for me. I put down on this piece of paper, my show notes, two to three years. That was the timeline that I provided. It's going to take two to three years for this team to be rebuilt. So the reason why we're going over all of this stuff is because the criteria that I'm going to set forth for free agency is based on that. Two to three years is what it's going to take to rebuild the roster and have them be a championship-caliber team. If you think for a second that I'm going to sit here and give you names of players, then you're at the wrong podcast. This is about the Steelers' approach to free agency, how they should handle free agency, five main criteria for the Steelers to win in free agency. And no, I'm not talking about winning so that ESPN spouts off some stupid ranking that puts the Steelers near the top or the top tier, all the stupid crap that they do there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about so the Steelers win free agency to the point that in two to three years, they are a Super Bowl caliber team. Five criteria is what I came up with. So those five criteria, 
Okay, the first thing, and this is not in any order of importance. It really isn't. The first thing I want to talk about, and I've said this in previous podcasts before, is I want the Steelers to avoid the quote-unquote last contract crowd. Talking about those players that just want one more one more contract. Just give me one more two-year deal, coach. Just that's all I need. Just one more. Let me get paid one more time. I don't need that on the Steelers roster. Why? That's you know that that's something that I'm going to go back to Michael Beck's podcast because he spent the entire show this past Tuesday talking about players that he would want, and he talked about how some of them were you know oh you know this guy maybe have one or two more years left in my criteria in my rebuilding it's pointless that's wasted money. Sure, you want to be competitive every year. This is not bridge talk. This is not Pittsburgh Pirates tanking talk. That this is that's not it. Do not confuse the two. Do not confuse my words for that. What I'm saying is that if you want to be a Super Bowl caliber team, this is how you do it. And so step number one is I'm avoiding that last contract crew. There's no point in signing these players. There's no point. Which brings me to my second list of of the, of the criteria. I don't want anyone over 30. No one over 30. If you're 30 now, that's one thing. But if you're over 30, I'm sorry. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm not going to need you when it matters the most. Think about Trey Turner. Steelers bring him in last year. He's been around the league. Pro Bowl player. Been in a Super Bowl. The reason why Trey Turner was brought in was a couple reasons. One, David DeCastro gets, he's still banged up dealing with those bone spurs in his ankle. He's not good to go. And so since he's not good to go, now all of a sudden, you're looking at, you got to get someone at right guard. So they bring in Trey Turner. He's on the north side of 30. It was because they thought one more year with Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. Let's see what we can do. That was the motto. That was the the MO for the Steelers. And it didn't work because clearly they didn't win a Super Bowl. But Ben's gone now. 18 years. Thank you very much, Ben. I, I love and appreciate everything you did for the organization. But now is the time to look to the future. And a Trey Turner type is not part of the future. It's part of the now. So unless you absolutely just have to fill a roster spot, don't give me anyone over 30. I said it at the beginning. Everything's going to come back to this. To me, it's that two to three years it's going to take to be, build a roster. So unless you can find a player that is 30, that is like an Andrew Whitworth, a tackle, that is going to play until he's 40 and play at a high level, then don't waste your money. Get a younger player that you can shape and keep in, this, in the organization and maybe sign to another contract to be a part of that run. So let's go over these two again in case you've forgotten the first two bullet points. Number one, avoid the last contract crowd. Number two, I don't want anyone over 30 years old. In free agency. Keep that in mind. The next thing is the most difficult, in my opinion, and that is you have to look for quality and quantity. I don't want the Steelers to go out and just absolutely spend buku dollars on one player. That includes a quarterback. That includes some of these linemen that are being discussed that they're like, oh, let's pay him $15 million a year. That's great, but now all of, a good portion of your salary cap savings that you've accrued over, the, over time is gone. It's evaporated. I don't want them to pump all of their money that they have into one or two free agents. They need players meaning they need to actually get good both quantity and quality, and that does 
happen. You can find good players on the free agent market that are younger, that maybe were backups, got a few, got some starts that a lot of people didn't see potential within. Steelers bring them in, turn them into something. They've done it before. They've done it before. They've brought in players and they have turned them into something that no one else did. I'll give you the example. And they actually paid a good bit of money for this guy. So I hate to use him as an example, but Steven Nelson. When Steven Nelson was brought in from Kansas City, I'll never forget I asked the editor at Arrowhead Pride, the SB Nation Chiefs website, what do you think about this guy? Like, we want to do some digging here. I want to get your take. You covered in the last four years of his rookie contract. He said, this guy is really, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the Steelers saw in him. He gets turned around. He gets picked on. He, he's been targeted a ton, is what they said. Steelers turned him into a pretty good player. Pretty good player. A player that would still be on the roster as of 2021 if not for the salary cap going down. I stand by that. So I want them to get quality and quantity. Next, I just want to make something clear. This is my fourth bullet point. Don't spend all your money just to spend it. Let me reiterate that. Don't spend all your money just to spend it. So the Steelers could have anywhere from... But I think it's like $35 million to upwards of $60 million if they do all the restructures and cuts that they potentially could. Dave Schofield wrote that article for the website. Uh, recently, go check it out. So even if they were to have $35 million, let's just say we're at the lower end of this spectrum. The $35 million. Don't go out and just spend $35 million just because you have $35 million. If there's players that are there that you want, you pay them accordingly. And if you don't see anyone that's worth their weight, then don't make the move just to make the move. We have two to three years to think about here, people. 2023 and 2024, they matter too. And so we're assuming, and maybe this is a hasty assumption, but we are assuming that that salary cap is going to continue to go up. It's already projected to be at where it was prior to the year it went down to 183. It's 203 is what it's projected to be at, 203 million. They are projecting it to go up around 210 after that. If that continues and the Steelers can roll over salary cap space, they rolled over roughly 9 million or maybe a 7 million, I apologize, uh, from 2021 to 2022, it's only going to help the team in the long run. So don't go out and just blow all your money just because you can. Save some of it if it's not worth spending. The last bullet point here is that the Steelers, they need both types of players, and I say this in regards to starters and depth. There's going to be fans out there. They're going to see the Steelers make a move. And think about Joe Haig. Okay, we all hated the Joe Haig signing. Let's be honest. Joe Haig had horrible grades from his time in Tampa Bay. He was more known for dropping a touchdown in a Super Bowl. And everyone's like, why would they bring in Joe Haig? Joe Haig ended up playing a decent amount of snaps this year. He was a valuable asset to the team. Did he play lights out? No. Did anyone expect him to? No. You need those type of players. You need to make those signings as much as you do the headline signings. So if the Steelers go out and they get a, a brand new guard, I don't care if it's left or right, doesn't matter. If it's a guard, Kevin Dotson can flop over to the right side. He'll be fine. He played that in college. So let's say they get a new guard. He's a starter. That guy's going to be pegged to be one of the main hogs on the interior of that offensive line. Awesome. Then they go out and sign some other guy. And like, who is this guy? Well, he's probably a depth piece. That's what they need. 
This team, this roster, this 90-man roster is really thin right now. The Steelers are going to need to make sure they fill up the cupboard at key positions. It's going to need they're going to need to sign both of these players. So let's rehash what these five things look like. I don't want anyone over 30 because you're not going to do me any good when this team's getting ready to get to go into championship mode. Unless you think again, it's a veteran that has a lot of years left in his career. I want them to get quality and quantity. Don't spend just to spend. Future years matter as well. Save it and roll it over if you have to. Avoid those la- avoid the last contract crowd, those veterans. And I'm, I'm going to include Joe Hayden in that crowd, by the way. And then you need both starters and depth pieces. So before you ask me, hey, Jeff, what do you think about X player or that player? Or what about this guy? Listen to those criteria and a- answer the question, does it fit Jeff's criteria? Is he under 30? Is he, is he a quality piece? Is he a quality addition? Are they going to be spending their money wisely bringing this person in? Meaning, are they going to just be blowing most of their salary cap space on one player? Is he one of those last contract players? And is he going to be a starter or a depth piece? Because they need both. That's an easy way to do it. All right, so I saved the Steelers' random thoughts. Uh, I have three of them before we bring Dave Schofield in after the break. I saved the random thoughts for the end. Just wanted to change it up, do it a little different. So there's a couple of things. These are, most of these stem from articles that I wrote. First is the fact that the Steelers trading back has always, and I'll probably always will be, a hot-button topic amongst the Steelers fan base. The Steelers fan base loves to talk about trading back. I get asked this almost weekly in the mailbag segment. You think the Steelers could trade back? Think the Steelers could trade back? And I always say the same thing. The Steelers have to have someone that wants to trade up, and the Steelers have to be so set that there's no one on the board that they want to trade, make that trade. And so Bob Labriola, the editor of Steelers.com, he actually answered this in an asked and answered article on Steelers.com recently. I'm going to read you what he wrote. Quote, unquote, Dan Rooney once told me that too often fans or people who work in player personnel are too interested in winning the draft when the idea is to win the Super Bowl. Trading for more picks might get a team a good grade the day after the draft, but what's more important is to add the kind of players who will help a team contend for a championship. He also added, quote, Using last year as an example, bypassing Najee Harris to trade down 10 spots for maybe an extra pick in the second or third round hurts the team more than it helps because of the kind of player Harris already has shown himself to be, end quote. And so you might be sitting there thinking, that's a bunch of BS. That's a bunch of BS. Trade back, get more picks. We need more picks. Well, I asked Dave to do some digging for me. And since 1994, it's a long time ago, since 1994, the Steelers have traded back in the first round one time. And that was when they drafted Casey Hampton in 2001. So they don't do it often. So if you're in the trade back crowd, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think it's going to happen. Not this year. Next, Devin Bush, fifth-year option. That decision's coming up soon. They have until May 2nd or 3rd to make that call. I think the consensus here is that they don't pick up that option. They didn't pick it up with Terrell Edmonds. We knew why, because they also picked it up with Minka Fitzpatrick. The Steelers might have to say, hey, we're not picking up your option. You're going to have to show us that you can earn a second contract. I just don't think after last year there's any way the Steelers can make that decision in May or prior to May and say, yes, we are 
going to pick up your option after the year he had. It just wasn't good. I don't think there's any chance that Devin Bush gets his fifth-year option picked up. And lastly, mock draft madness. Please understand something about Steelers. Or I'm not just Steelers.com. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We will cover mock drafts, especially ones by the big names, Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper, and others. These are not our mock drafts, people. Do not come at us, the author, and say, what a stupid draft. Get mad at them, okay? We're just covering it because we thought the Steelers fan base would enjoy seeing who they have going, mocking to the Steelers, what position, trading, stuff like that. Calm yourself down, okay? If I write an article and I do my own mock draft, then come and rip me to shreds. Otherwise, be mad at Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper, not me. All right. Coming up, I got Dave Schofield after the break. We're going to play a game called Need or Want, so you want to check that out and make sure you stay tuned for a very special heart-to-heart at the end. You don't want to miss it. Be right back. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment. It is Friday. It is not blue check back time. That crazy Canucks doing crazy Canuck things. So as I always say, the manager has to come out of the dugout, has to tap the right arm. Now, in this case, the guy that I'm calling in from the bullpen can't throw anything, and that's a problem. But I'm bringing in Dave Schofield with the bum shoulders and everything. What's up, Dave? How's it going? Ouch. You strike <laughs> to the heart of me, Baxter. Oh, oh, sorry. You cut to the heart of me, Baxter. Yeah. Reminded me that I can't throw. Th- thanks. Thanks a lot there, Jeff. I appreciate it. That's okay. That. You can underarm it, Danji. You can. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I can, I can do that pretty good. I don't know if you saw it or our last basketball practice. I was hitting them pretty good. Granny style. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. But so Dave, thanks for stepping in. I appreciate it. Uh, there's a lot to talk about in terms of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, The first thing I want to mention is something I talked about in the first segment briefly in my random Steeler thoughts. And I wrote the article on Thursday and it's about Devin Bush. So the Steelers have the decision to make about Devin Bush's uh, fifth year option. It's coming up in May. It's May 2nd or 3rd. I can't remember which day it is. And everyone seems to be just 100%. There is no way they're going to pick up that option. Are you of that ilk? Are you someone that thinks, well, maybe they might pick him up. It's it's, uh, crazier things have happened, but what's your thoughts on that? I honestly, if you really want to know what I think the Steelers will do, yes, I think they're going to do it. I think they do it. Really? Um, You didn't, yeah, you don't invest that kind of capital to move up and draft a guy to to give up on him that early after a major injury. I I wish there was another year that they had coming off of it before they had to make this decision. So I just have a feeling it's. What is it? It's like ten and a half million is what it's going to be. Ten point five million, something uh, like that. Estimated yeah. that it's not set yet. I know that uh, for for that option, just as a as a one time thing, I could see them doing that, and then hopefully he plays well enough next year that they would want to extend him rather than have have to do that. Now you said, but the Steelers, yeah, that's what you think they'll do. What would you do if you were in charge? That is the. One hundred million dollar question, or maybe it's maybe it's a ten point five million dollar <laughs> question. Um, 
I, based on what we've seen, I would seriously reconsider doing it, but I'm not there. I think they have, we, you said it best on Wednesday. At some point, you just have to trust the Steelers. Yes, they've broken that trust from time and time again, but ultimately you have to trust that they have more knowledge about the subject and more data to analyze than what we have. Yeah, and, and when it comes to Devin Bush, something I'm actually going to write this article at some point in the near future. People have to remember that last offseason, Devin Bush spent the entire season doing nothing but rehabbing, like literally yeah. just trying to get his knee right. This is will be the first offseason. This is also why a lot of athletes will say that it takes a full calendar year before you can actually get back. And it's because for the first year, you are trying to get your knee back to even stable now that it's there, he's gotten through a season. This is an off season where now he can kind of put the pedal to the metal, so to speak, and say, look, now's where I'm actually going to go out. I'm actually going to really work hard. And some might say, oh, he should have worked hard last off season. Well, unless you've torn your ACL and you're a professional athlete, which very few people are, I don't want to hear it. It's not the same as you had a skiing accident, having to rehab your knee for your desk job. Like, it's just not the same. So this season, like, I agree with you, Dave. If they had one more year would be perfect because you would see how he rebounds from that poor season. And a lot of it, let's also be honest, a lot of it depends on the defensive line. If the defensive line, if Stefan Tua, Tyson Alawalu come back, they can keep him clean. I have no doubt that he can make plays. Do you still believe that though? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the key right there. He is not built as a linebacker to be a guy that takes on offensive linemen. That's why he was so what the Steelers were looking for at the time, because they had those guys up front that could eat up those offensive linemen and just let Devin Bush run around back there and make plays. He can't do it. He can't shed those offensive linemen. That's not what he's built for. That's not the type of player he is. So therefore, if you want, if you drafted him to be that type of player, because you had these other things and now you don't have those other things, you got to go get those other things. Absolutely. Speaking of other things, I want to play a game. This game is called need or want Dave. This is about, is it a team need or is it a team want? And this all stems from, I was listening to the curtain call on Wednesday and that's with Jeffrey Benedict and Michael Beck. Great show. Go check it out if you haven't yet. And they were talking about running back and the, whether that's a, a position that the Steelers should go out and kind of, take a look at some free agents. And so that's kind of where this stemmed from. And I'll, we'll get to the running back position here in a second. This exercise, I'm going to name a position, and I want you to tell me whether this is a team need, like they need this position to be addressed, or is it just a want? If it doesn't get addressed, it's not the end of the world. They'll be fine. But do you understand the difference? Yes or no? Absolutely. I got All you. All right. Let's start with the running back position. So like I said, Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict, they talked about running back and they were like, they need to get another running back. So I'm going to ask you first, is that a need or a want for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022? Well, I promise I'll give shorter answers next time, but I'm not going to give a short answer here because (laughs) if you listened to Thursday Stat Geek, that was one of the questions that I was asked about the Steelers second running back and how that it stacks up against 
other teams. And I looked at every team that had a thousand yard rusher and looked at what the next running back behind them on each team did. And my goodness, the Pittsburgh Steelers had the, had the biggest drop off, not just in, in carries and yards, but even in average. So with that said, I'm still going to say it's a want. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. And that's like, I was asked on Wednesday, whether the Steelers should go out and get a running back. And I said, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. And I said, nothing. I don't think they're going to get yeah. any. They, they still have Benny Snell cheap. If they want to bring back Balazs, they could. But I think they're going to expect Anthony McFarland, again, still cheap. They, in my opinion, can spend that money better elsewhere. And not to mention, I think Benny Snell could do the job if he was given more of an opportunity. He kind of showed that at the end of the season. I think it's a want as well. It's Let's, a luxury addition. Exactly. Let's go to the next position inside linebacker need or want, Dave. Well, I actually have an article that's probably running later today here on behind the steel curtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers, nice which plug. breaks down every position and how many players the Steelers currently have on their roster. All right. um, inside linebacker is one of those that they're going to need more bodies for training camp. It also might be one of those that, the, that people are going to be upset that they're not necessarily going to add starter quality at the position. They're just going to need to add people to me. I think inside linebacker, I think that's another want. Really? Yeah. I'm not, getting... not, I mean, they need more, they need right. more numbers. It's something that you can, you can add, you know, as a special teams person that you bring in more for special teams to add more depth, but I'm going to say it's a want, but that all comes down to what they decide to do with Joe Schobert. If they're going to move on from him, um, since, since he has such a big salary coming next year, or if they bring him back, if they bring him back, then, then you don't bring him back and have Devin Bush to, to just have them sit around. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to say, though, that I want to say this is a need based on the fact that unless they love Buddy Johnson and they think he's that mm -hmm. thumper, they need that thumper. We saw it plain as day with Schobert and Bush next to one another. They need someone that's more physical, that's more of a downhill. Unless they like Buddy Johnson in that role, I think that's a need. Let's go to the next position, cornerback. Need. Yeah, have to be because I mean, yeah, even I if it's even if you need to bring back your guys that aren't under contract, it's a need. I mean, yeah, because if you think about it, okay, so let's say they only get one of the two. Let's say they bring back either Hayden or Witherspoon. You're still going to need to add someone else. Absolutely. Um, Justin Lane is just Justin Lane. So, okay, we both agree. Cornerback is a need. Now, what about safety? Need. That's a big need. Um, and it could just be re returning the players that they had last year. That's okay too, but they're not under contract now. All they have are free safeties. They don't have a strong safety. Yeah, they, they don't, but people forget Miles Killebrew is an unrestricted free agent yeah. as well. So that's another position, definitely a need. Here's an interesting one. Quarterback. Technically, that's a need. <laughs> um, technically, only because they only have one under contract. Um because you know, and that's yeah. that's the biggest one that I, I highlight in my article, which uh, which is interesting that we're talking about this. Because Dwayne Haskins, they the report is they're going to do the the restricted free agent tender, the original round tender. It hasn't been done yet, and he hasn't signed it, so he's not on the team yet. Uh, but even with, with that, they're going to need some more bodies. It's really it's really more when if you're talking about starting quarterback, then you're talking about want. Right. But you, but you bring up a good point. I'm going to say as a starter, it's a want, but I do mm -hmm. think they do need to add. I'd be fine if they went into this camp with Haskins, Dobbs and Rudolph. 
Yeah, I mean, and if those three probably, were bad, yeah. probably, you know, you're going to need someone at rookie at rookie minicamp, and maybe that person earns the right, whether drafted or undrafted free agent, to then at least start off training camp where they could have four. There you go. Good point. Camp arm. Our next position, wide receiver. That's a need. Absolutely um, it is. Because, I mean, they have bodies right now, believe it or not. They have a lot of guys that they signed from, you know, that were on the practice squad that are now there that, you know, could step up like an Anthony Miller. But really, you, you've you got to add to the top of that, whether it's um, keeping – Juju Smith-Schuster, Ray Ray McLeod. I don't think James Washington. There's any chance for him to stick around if you don't <laughs> yeah. have. I, I just don't think it's it's the right fit for both him and the Steelers. But um, but if he signed, I, I would welcome it. But they, they've got to add something there. They've got to add some someone there, whether it's the, a top end guy or a, a middle or, or you know or a WR two. Uh, it's got to be something. Well, yeah, unless you really like Rico Bussy or someone like that. And I just like to say his name. Rico. But, <laughs> so, yeah, wide receivers a need because honestly, the more I think about Juju, the more I honestly think if they could get a veteran that's cheaper, that can do what he does from a production standpoint, save themselves some money. And let, if he wants to go and get big money, go let him get big money. The Steelers don't need to pay him that. Let's go to the next position. We have two left. Tight end. That is the the want of once. That is not a need at all, in my opinion. I mean, I don't even know if they need to add an extra body there yeah. um, right now. They could get by with adding no more tight ends going into training camp with what they have right now. Because um, they have four, the, the three that were on the roster last year, plus uh, Jace, is it Sternberger? I, I'm going to screw it up. Um, that was on the practice squad to finish the season. Uh, they're fine there. Now, if they go out and somehow can upgrade it, you know, cheaply or something perfectly falls in their lap, I, I understand it, but you don't need to do anything there. Yeah, that's a one. That is a one. And last position, center. What do you think? Oh, you're not going to do each offensive line. You're going center. No, I'm just going to say because okay. I think the guard and tackle is a is a blatant need. I don't think that's yeah. really as debatable as center. Center is exactly. debatable because center, of Kendrick Green. Here's the deal. People are going to be up in arms that I said this. It's a want. It really is a want. They don't have to go out and upgrade that right now. But you've got to upgrade something on the offensive line. If it's if it, you could get by with Kendrick Green or J.C. Hasenauer, who's technically not on the team, exclusive rights-free agent, he's going to be there as long as the Steelers want him. You could get by with either one of those two, if you are stronger other places, or if you decide that that's the position you're going to get really strong, I get it. But that would be more of a want. Um, they need to get stronger in the line, but it doesn't have to specifically be center. I agree 100%. 100%. Now, before I give you a chance to say something to the, uh, the audience out there, the listeners, I do have to tell a quick story, you know, for people out there listening, I've never talked about this before on my Let's Ride podcast. I don't even think we've brought it up on the Steelers preview. Dave and I are coaching a basketball team. Okay. <laughs> so his son, my oldest daughter, are on a fourth and fifth grade uh, co ed, obviously, basketball team. And we are, we'll just put it this way we're not that experienced, which equates to not that great. My daughter's never played before. It's her first year playing. Dave's son has a couple years of experience, which is great. 
We uh, had one he, heck of he, a game. He has the aggression of a wet paper bag. We'll just say that. <laughs> hey, that's coming from his dad, not from me. Okay, so, but still, what a game last oh, week. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. And you sent me a message, which was point out. You said, all this stuff's happening, and I can't stop thinking about a basketball game that happened on Saturday morning between a bunch of fourth and fifth graders. But Who cared was, about the Super Bowl, man? We won our Super Bowl on Saturday. There was some controversy, and I want to. Yeah. Do you want to lay out the scenario? Or do you want me to? I'll, it doesn't matter. Oh, you, you go ahead, and then I'll correct it where you're wrong. <laughs> okay, so this is you know a local organization that does this, and they have people that help out with the scoreboard. And so we're playing. It's a very high scoring game. The score is fourteen to fourteen down the stretch. The other team gets a basket, and it makes it. No, I'm sorry, they don't get a basket. Oh. But there was some controversy about whether the score was correct or not. Needless to say, at the at the buzzer, our team makes a basket and we're running. And the kids are just so excited; it was their first win of the season. And then here come the parents out of the stands, and they're saying that that score is wrong. And all of a sudden, all you know what's breaking loose, Dave. Looking back on it, I mean, we won the game, right? We won the game. On a, the thing is, they don't keep track of who wins and loses. They don't keep track of the score. We're just not there, I mean, to, to play. We won that game. I know we won that game because I was sitting as, as I, I was sitting right next to the scores table, right next to the person keeping the score. And it was a, a young girl, probably middle school age. Uh, but the person who was running the league at the facility that day was also sitting at the table telling her exactly what buttons to push every time. He was keeping the score and he knew it. And the one parent kept riding the official so much that they finally came over and said, that's not the right score. They're saying it's this and went and told her she had to change it. And the guy running the league for the day says, hand me the scoreboard. You can go. And he did it the rest of the way and took the score off because he knew it was right. He knew it was right. I knew it was right. If the other team wants to think that, oh, they tie it. We weren't going to, they don't play overtime, but we won that game. Our kids are winners. We never thought this would happen. No. It was crazy. Um, bank, banked in from the foul line at the buzzer. It was yes. it was crazy. It was a great way to end the game, and for parents to get involved just really makes me mad. They stormed the court. They did. I know. I mean, it was insane. It was crazy. But, it, hey, I'll say this. When I was sitting next to Dave as we're coaching, if there's one person that I would say he knows the score, it's Dave Schofield. He has the <laughs> mind to think like, I know exactly what happened and all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm just out there coaching, yelling at, yelling at kids and stuff like that and getting subs in and all that stuff. But wanted to bring that up. Dave, I'll give you an opportunity like I do with Michael every week to say something to the audience before we uh, let you go. All I have to say is how excited I am to be here. I am one of the ride or die crew faithful. I don't miss an episode. Uh, anytime I can ask something snarky on Twitter, I'll see if I can just to, just to try to throw Jeff a curveball. <laughs> but for the most part, I leave that for the, for the other ride or die crew that, that don't have their own shows. So therefore, you know, sometimes I get involved, but not always, but I am one of you all. I really am. I enjoy this show. And when Jeff's like, Hey, do you want to fill? I'm like, yes. Oh, well, you don't have to. What do you mean? You're not going to add. You asked me to be here. I'm here. I'm excited. I love being here talking about anything Steelers, but Jeff, I just want to say thank you so much for being so faithful and doing this show three times a week 
for those of us that are diehards, we just really appreciate it. So thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for joining me. Uh, it's it's my pleasure. I do. I, I probably get too much enjoyment out of this show. So, uh, but Dave, until next time, thank you. Make sure everyone checks out Dave Stat Geek podcast, a great one this week. And then also on the Steelers preview and the Scobro show. So Dave, take it easy, buddy. All right. Thanks, Jeff. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, big thanks to Dave Schofield for filling in for Blue Check Backup. Michael should be back next week, I would imagine. Uh, and I might rotate through here. If I if, if Michael's busy, because I know he's a busy guy, especially in the offseason, maybe I'll start getting some other people on Fridays. We'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. But now it's time to finish it up with a heart-to-heart. So this weekend, which I hope you have a great weekend planned, I know I do, and it's not just because in here in the United States, it's a three-day weekend. President's Day is a Monday, so no, no work for me on Monday. But Sunday's an important day. Why? It's my birthday. Uh, this Sunday, I turned 39 years old. And uh, I just wanted to say an appreciation of just really, I'm just happy. Like, I really hope that everyone out there listening is just happy in their life. I know I am. Uh, couldn't be happier with my marriage, my children, uh, the work that I do, the people that I work with. That's both the website and my other job. Um, I, I'm just really, really happy. And so I, I wanted to, I hope that everyone out there listening is happy. You know, it has nothing to do really with my birthday. It's just the fact that I think everyone deserves to be happy, but sometimes you have to find what makes you happy. Uh, some people are kind of searching for that and it takes time sometimes it does take some time i'm very fortunate to be able to have this this podcast this platform i'm very fortunate to to be running the website that is behind the steel curtain.com i'm i'm just very fortunate and so i'm very thankful to have another year uh 39 it's just a number uh, i i feel great feel great i i'm absolutely loving life right now and i hope you are too and so I hope you have a great weekend planned. I know I'm going to have some fun. I'll be back on Monday, even though I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to do my other job. I'll be back here on Monday to talk all things Pittsburgh Steelers, as always. And as we always finish it out here, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. Go Steelers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.